Hello and welcome to the audio podcast of Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly Google Plus hangout in which commentators and bloggers discuss everything Comic Con, along with con culture and the surrounding stuff and nonsense. This is season three, episode four, recorded on the 16th of August 2015, and this is the episode that finally beat us. Myself, Leonard Sultana, and Alyssa Franks from the Friends of Comic Con forum were hoping to be joined by Mark Velez, a good friend and SDCC Google Plus community contributor who was attending the D23 Expo in Anaheim, California. However, thanks to some crucial technical issues, it seemed that it was destined not to be. Hello and welcome to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Um, it is all about talking Comic-Con uh, for the next hour or so, but we're also going to be talking about a couple of rather specific cons. Um, we have ourselves a couple of uh, great guests who are going to be joining us. Uh, hopefully you're going to be joining us as well. Do jump in on the Q&A. Uh, we'd love to hear everything that you want to uh, contribute to uh, the conversation, especially when it talks to, when we're talking about D23, which is happening right now. I think the doors are opening in a couple of minutes, which means one of our guests is going to be running a little bit late. But he's kind of not. We'll explain why in a second. Um, this is a hangout that is very, very graciously uh, supported and sponsored by Funko and Marvel. Uh, they have joined together to produce the Collector Core boxes. Uh, these are fantastic themed boxes around Marvel products. Uh, powered by Funko, featuring exclusive um, bits and pieces inside the boxes um, over um, uh, your, the course of your subscription. You can buy them individually, or you can get them as a subscription. And as it happens, the next one um, is due in the next couple of weeks. The cutoff point for ordering it online at collectorcore.com is uh, today, uh, which means if you are wanting to take part uh, in the Collector Core um, experience. Uh, now's the time to do it. But we're going to give you the chance totally free of charge tonight. Basically, we are going to give you the chance to win the Secret Wars Collector Core box, which is going to be the next one available. And the way you can do that is over the course of the next hour, you need to tweet two addresses and a hashtag and an answer. Basically, we want you to tweet to CollectorCore, that's C-O-L-L-E-C-T-O-R-C-O-P, no, C-O-R-P-S, CollectorCore, and also tweet the address Original Funko, so that's A-O-R-I-G-I-N-A-L, I I did go to school, F-U-N-K-O. So, CollectorCore and Original Funko, and using the hashtag MyDreamBox. Okay. What we want you to do is suggest what your ideal Marvel-themed collectible box would be. My dream box using those two addresses. You don't even have to tweet us. You don't even have to use the cup of TSDCC. That's what we're paying attention to. Uh, the hashtag is my dream box. Okay. And what you have to do is put in there a suggestion what you would like the ideal theme for a collectible box in the future. 
what would you like the supersized Funko to be? What would you like the T-shirt to be? What would you like the bits and pieces inside the box to be? Your themed box. What is your dreamed dream theme collectible box? My dream box. That's the hashtag, and also add in there the um, addresses collectacore and original Funko. That's all you have to do, and we're going to uh, do ourselves a random draw at the end of uh, this hangout, and we're also going to read out a couple of the answers as well. So our two guests today are on the road. My uh, theme, uh, my um, partner in crime, is Miss Alyssa Franks. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? Hi, Leonard. How are you? I'm wow. I'm fine. I've <laughs> had very very little sleep, but I will explain that in a bit as well. Um, because um, I've been off uh, attending a con of my own. Uh, what are you doing, and what, what are you doing in Maine? I am on a family vacation and just about at the jump-off point for the, uh, how shall I say, the the land of, if you don't have a pickup truck calling something, you're missing out. Because <laughs> the amount of ATVs and horse trailers that I passed on the way up here, yes, I go fast, <laughs> was Impressive, you know. They far outnumbered the sedans. Let me put wow. it that way. And so I, I'm on family vacation time. Well, you, you kind of deserve it because you do work very, very hard. So it's it's great to see that you're actually getting the chance to kind of relax and enjoy yourself. But uh, where are we finding you? I am in a Starbucks. <laughs> I try. I try desperately. To, there's um, a cemetery located close to here where the movie uh, Stephen King movie Pet Cemetery was filmed, and I tried desperately to get in there, and you know, figured the visuals would be really cool, but. Um, in addition to the fact that it was closed, there was some some connection issues. Fair so. Enough. Well, this is because no, this is because the zombie cats were actually rising from the grave and uh, inter <laughs> interfering with the uh, the signal. Which these cats, they have this nasty habit of doing. So, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Um, I'm mm -hmm. sure you're going to jump in with uh, a couple of comments of your own because you have been Absolutely. following uh, the feed and uh, following what's been happening in Anaheim, mm -hmm. taking place mm -hmm. this weekend, is the uh, extremely uh, in uh, exciting. Um, and also um, slightly controversial. We'll get round to that. Uh, the, we'll, we'll definitely want to try and talk the positives in this conversation, which is why we now turn over to Mark Velez. Hello, Mark. Hello. Uh, is Mark muted? Um, I, I hope not, because <laughs> we can hear him, um, and we're hoping that it's actually going out. So let me just uh, check the uh, the uh, connection. Sorry about this, but uh, oh. no. No, it's actually showing that he's, he's muted. That's a, that's a shame. So we are going to try and get Mark back. Bear with us. We uh, uh, basically just to cover, uh, just in case you didn't quite catch what he said, uh, he was saying that um, the 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 actual, actual exhibition floor was um, a little bit more um, open space than he kind of expected, and also there were a lot of stores uh, on display at. Uh, it, it, it was it, what he was saying was interesting to me that um, that there. There's a lot more selling going on than he was used to, and I took that to mean it's as compared to San Diego, um, which is kind of surprising. Uh, but it's also kind of neat that they're that they're take they're expanding and they're taking up the room, they're taking up the aisles. Um, I'm very curious to hear what the uh, 
what happened at the Marvel panel yesterday. <laughs> that because, and I was wondering, do you know what's on um, on the docket for today? Well, what I was going to suggest, I was going to uh, suggest to Mark what we might do is uh, ask, we might eject you, and if you use the link that we sent you before, if you try and come back in. And you never know, that might um, try and solve our uh, audio issues. We'll, myself and Alyssa will talk amongst ourselves. We'll try and uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll discuss um, what we have seen and what we have heard. But um, what we're going to try and find out from Mark is certainly uh, what has been mm. happening at D23. Um, also, it's been very interesting, um, some of the uh, things that have been at that panel, which he was talking about, the live action panel, um, which was um, that took place yesterday. Uh. Um, for myself, a very exciting thing in part of the Star Wars section, the Lucasfilm section, in the poster that was um, presented to all attendees, the Lucky Swines, uh, <laughs> because I am a massive Drew Struzan fan. Uh, so it was, um, we're kind of, myself and one or two others have been talking. It does look very much like a teaser poster. We're not entirely sure if Drew Struzan will be doing the posters across the uh, advertising. We can only hope, because at the end of the day, he is the master at all of this. But he's produced this uh, brilliant um, uh, picture, um, which uh, features uh, Finn. Um, it also features um, a couple of the other characters as well, and a rather um, old-looking Harrison Ford, but in very dynamic pose. So um, very interesting to see. Um, uh, bear with me a second. Let me just uh, see if we can... Uh, re-invite Mark back into the Hangout. Um, the other thing that was um, also interesting to see um, was the amount of um, Disney products which um, on the Pixar and on the live-action Disney products as well, it seemed very interesting to me to have that much in terms of live-action remakes, which does seem to be kind of like the, um, the go-to product when it comes to... Um, Disney at the moment. Um, bear with me a second. We are just uh, trying to get Mark back into the Hangout. It's a shame because I would absolutely love to get him back into this. Um, bear with if, me. if you don't mind. No, go for uh, it. Um, it, it. We had some interesting conversations on Twitter yesterday and, the day, and a few posts on the forum with regards to how the lines were being managed. Um, apparently, they did a variation on uh, the first night. They did a variation on the theme of wristbands, where they handed out uh, wristbands for three, uh, I believe, two halls and the main floor. So people, uh, which was kind of interesting to see that they were segmenting people up that early in the game and were taking a cue from. Uh, what we have to assume is San Diego and, and trying to get, put some sort of an order to that, which is pretty neat. Um, I did see a few tweets yesterday with regards to, um, concern about how the lines were going to be managed. Um, and apparently it took some people a couple of hours to get into the hall, uh, to D23 itself, which, uh, was, Interesting. I mean, I have to say, if you walk up to the door at 10 o'clock and you expect to walk right in, that's a little, I don't think you can expect that. However, if you're there, if you get there at 5 a.m. and it takes you two hours to get in, I think that that makes a, a 
that could be a real problem. Uh, they were apparently they were using RFIDs, um, but they had only had two or three people uh, tapping in and tapping out, which. You need more than that. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the VIP line at New York, I think, had three or four um, just across, and it was, you know, it was so it was so quick. You you barely had time to readjust. You just it was basically like holding up your wristband, your your uh, tag at, at San Diego, and tapping and walking on, and that's all it needs to be. So I'm I'm kind of interested to to hear what people say when they get back from D23 with regards to the RFID system. Sure. Um, Annoyingly, um, we are actually, (laughs) I'm seeing a number of uh, messages up on the the Q&A saying that uh, we can hear him now. Uh, In other words, he may have actually um, got his audio back just as um, we kind of ejected him from the Hangout, which is kind of frustrating. (laughs) Um, but we're now actually struggling to get him back in because I think because I don't know if they can rejoin a live broadcast, which is um, unusual because we have uh, had the, had it uh, happen before. We can get people back into mm-hmm. the hangout. So we are going to try keep trying. Um, I'm going to keep uh, sending him the invite and desperately hoping because the one thing that um, I was very interested to see uh, when it came to the uh, accounts of what was happening at D23 mm-hmm was um, while everyone was having a great time once they were in there and actually having a look around and getting very enthusiastic Mm -hmm. about what they were seeing, it was very much a case of it was sounding very unorganized uh, on behalf of Disney, which Mm -hmm. um, sounds very, very strange to me, um, considering that you'd think that a massive event um, uh, like this, a very high-profile event, you'd think that they were going to try and... um, Plus, they can manage the lines in the park. So why couldn't they manage the lines at D23? I, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm being too harsh. And because it is a one-off, you know, it is. it happens once a year. So they don't, maybe they don't remember from year to year the way San Diego does because it is the focus um, in San Diego. It's the focus of their their whole calendar as opposed to D23, which is not for, for Disney. So, sure. Um, this is where we really could have done with Mark's contribution because we wanted yep. to know exactly what so the lines were being managed. Um, I was seeing a lot of um, people uh, certainly getting frustrated. It almost felt like the SDCC influence and the element had kind of taken over D23 in mm-hmm. terms of people starting lines very early, um, queuing up overnight in that um uh, the, the 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 basement section, as it were, of uh, the convention center. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's I, I mean, I was seeing a, a number of airbeds. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people getting very very comfortable down there. And it seemed as though that the, from what I remember yesterday, uh, or maybe that was the day before. I, I can't quite recall that um, by six o'clock, the they were telling people that the lines were pretty much full. Uh, I can talk, there's a, there's a, if you want to work on getting um, Mark back into the Hangout, I can talk a little bit about what's going on with the New York Comic Con. Go for it. Walking Dead uh, (laughs) (laughs) ticket. So, 
at San Diego that walking during the Walking Dead panel, they announced that they were going to have the premiere event broadcast live in Madison Square Garden, at which point all of my friends figured out, that's the weekend of New York Comic Con. We're going to be there, and we're all on our phones trying to figure out how to get tickets for it during the Walking Dead panel. Fast forward to a couple of weeks later, AMC announces that they're going to be giving away 10 pairs of tickets per day for the panel, um, it, not for the, the Madison Square Garden event, uh, which is going to be um, 18 cast members and uh, the two-hour or hour-and-a-half premiere of the, of the show. They did move it from Sunday night to Friday night. So we're going to, if, if I get in to see it, I'm going to be able to see it two days before everybody else does, which I'm massively looking forward to. And, um, but the question is whether or not we're going to be able to get tickets. Um, if AMC does the 10 tickets, 10 pairs of tickets per day um, for 20, 20 or 30 days, I, I, I forget the exact number, um, that leaves uh, quite a few tickets left over, which who we think New York Super Week is going to be giving away those tickets. The best thing that I can suggest to anybody who's um, in the New York area and or going to New York Comic Con is keep an eye out on the thread in the forum with regards to information. There's a number of us who desperately want to attend this panel. Um, it looks like it's I, – I would love to just go en masse with my New York crew and my San Diego crew, <laughs> like 20 of us, <laughs> and just take over a section. <laughs> But they are the one other caveat is that they are requesting that people uh, check their phones. So we are not going to have any video of the event whatsoever. So that's that's the story on the the New York uh, Walking Dead panel. The question is whether or not there's actually going to be a panel at the New York Comic Con because they are doing this on Friday night. However, who knows? There may be. And it's nice that it's tied in with New York Super Week. So I still wish that I could get you over there for that, Leonard. (laughs) Trust me, if it was something I could afford to do, I absolutely would love to do um, NYCC. It is is something that um, I just... It is definitely up there as being on, if not the bucket list, but, but certainly almost mm-hmm. sounding like the kind of like the essential uh, part of um, the convention calendar now. And yeah. um, it's something I think also the fact that it's becoming outside of the uh, just the, the event as well. But it's that New York Super Week, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm finding uh, interesting as well that they're kind of expanding it beyond. Uh, the, just the dates of the convention. So, no, if I could go, trust me, I would absolutely <laughs> love to. But you did go to a convention this weekend. I did. If uh, <laughs> I, you go with me, I can uh, gladly talk to you about that. Um, right. This would be um, a small, small event. Uh, this is at the Motor Point Arena in Sheffield. This was organized by Showmasters, and this is Sheffield Film and Comic-Con. Now, I did a couple of periscopes and took some pictures as well, so if you caught them earlier, you will certainly have seen the kind of layout of what um, 
the uh, event is. Um, I find it um, very fascinating uh, how they do it, considering that what it is is the, in the um, the seating area of a arena. And the great thing about it is they also leave the seating open for people to kind of just step back and just look down over the entire con. Um, it kind of allows you to have that kind of fly on the wall kind of feeling to the whole event. Um, admittedly, you're talking around, I think it's three or four shoots, and it is mostly stalls selling um pop culture related stuff so you've got your signature sellers you've got your uh, signed photograph sellers you've got a lot a lot of funko um being sold a couple of uh, comic-con exclusives or convention exclusives in there for some strange reason but hey allow me to fill at least one or two gaps uh, in there as well um so, sorry i've just been speak- uh, mark is actually going to try and dig- contribute on the q a uh, he's actually going to watch and try and jump in on that. So if there's any questions or anything that you want to talk about D23, do jump in on the Q&A and we'll try and get Mark to uh, to jump in on that as well. Once again, apologies for not uh, getting him back into the hangout. That's a bit of a shame. Oh, Sorry about that. Uh, it's too, we've had two people, uh, one person who promised us video and, still, and a lot of still pictures for D22. And now, Mark, it's, it's just like a jinx. I, don't know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. So let me uh, very quickly uh, then talk about um, this event. So this is, like I say, organized by Showmasters. Showmasters are one of the, um, the bigger uh, convention organizers here in the U.K., very much geared towards pop culture events. So while they, there is a number of uh, comics artists and writers, well, mostly artists, in a uh, comics zone, which um, uh, is situated inside the arena, because if you go to any arena, um, like, say, like the Motorpoint Arena, or basically any sports arena, you have the kind of, like, outer... Um, section or the outer concourse that uh, feeds around uh, the in the uh, the arena so like feeds you out into the seating area so you have a number of actors you have a number of artists you have a couple of wrestlers uh with their own little tables there as well um and they all have signing tables which people can go up and see them and meet them face to face they're usually quite accommodating when they allow you to go up and actually talk to them for a little bit of time but with showmasters and the amount of people that uh, obviously are wanting to talk to the uh, people involved obviously there's a little bit of movement so you kind of have your moment say hi get your signature and then it's into the actual uh, out of the concourse and into the arena the other thing about the arena which i find really interesting as well is you have your square of your um, the rectangle area uh, in the seating area in the middle of the arena, but cut into the corners, rather small. I mean, you're literally talking about um, five, six foot deep, but you have a a couple of um, panel booths which are actually cut into the floor area, bit of a high wall to kind of protect it from the rest of the uh, the selling booths. But that also means that. Uh, the invited guests, they can, uh, they sit down for half an hour to 45 minutes and they do a panel. And that means you can kind of literally just walk off the, um, exhibition floor up onto the seats, jump in and watch how you want. And then say, for example, you want to go to the other panel area, which is on the other corner. You get up, you walk around and you go to that. And you can just literally, it's 
Footloose and Fancy Free. It's very, oh. kind of, it's very kind of liberating to kind of be able to sit up into the arena seating, yeah. look down at the panel, but also see the rest of the uh, convention going off and doing what it's doing. It's, How are the acoustics, you know, for, for to do a panel that was on the floor? Because that would worry me. I know. Uh, thankfully, the um, the booth sections, which kind of protect the, uh, the panelists, they can't. They don't get distracted too much. And there are little. There are speakers. Um, kind of just situated going up the, the, the seating area, which kind of like projects the sound um, of uh, the panelist uh, onto that little area. But that also means you can kind of like just put your head around and kind of watch and sort of just do It's very kind of free and kind of open. And there's no real kind of panel room because the whole thing is kind of a panel room. And it's very interesting uh, layout. And I am going to post a couple of pictures up on the Q&A so people can actually see uh, uh, what kind of setup it is. Um, but a uh, bit of a disappointment in terms of a missing guest. There was supposed to be Billy D. Williams, um, Lando Calrissian, who was going to be joining um, this weekend. But unfortunately, uh, he couldn't make it uh, due to ill health. So you did have people like... Um, Robert England, um, Freddy Krueger. You also had um, a, a guy that um, I've never met before. I've never seen, never seen before, and um, was a, quite an experience to watch him talk. Which is Michael Bean uh, from the uh, or Bean, uh, however you want to pronounce his surname, uh, from the Aliens, from the Rock, uh, from of course Terminator. Um, it was interesting to watch him talk. If anything, because he did seem slightly spaced out. It was, it was very early on a Sunday morning. Let's be, let's be fair. Um, he may have just been very tired and emotional, but, um, it, or had a few the night before. <laughs> I would never ever say that that would be the case because that would be possible slander. But, um, it was also fascinating to hear him talk as well because he did actually say right at the very beginning, if somebody asks me a question, I'm going to disappear down several rabbit holes before I get to the end. I will probably forget what the original question is and it will also probably mean I only answer three questions. And it came very close to that as well. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting to kind of watch him kind of... I See the, try, see, the, try. see the record stick every <laughs> once in a while. Is this train of thought? Watch the cogs go around, so to speak. I've always liked him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say bouncing out. I just <laughs> said, you know. But I always liked him, and I was—I I always kind of thought it was a shame that he didn't get a lot more uh, roles, you know, off of the aliens and off oh, of those. Yeah. I mean, certainly off, um, I, there's a certain cut-off point. You can definitely see on his IMDb where it definitely turns <laughs> into kind of uh, made-for-TV movies, and it's a shame that, right. um, yeah. Uh, I certainly have to say The Abyss, it's a little bit of yeah. um, uh, hit and miss with his, uh, uh, his career. career. But it yeah. was very good to hear him talk about his relationship yeah. with um, all the directors he's worked with, James Cameron, yeah. with... Uh, um, all the people in, involved in his career. Also, he then uh, rattled off a number of directors that he felt, um, certainly say, for example, when he was talking about Alien, he was saying that he was approached to talk about the uh, the new Alien project which Fox is putting together, but he felt, no, once you follow Ridley Scott and once you follow James Cameron, there's not really yeah. anywhere you can go. 
Um, at which point he then rattled off a bunch of people that, that, that you just don't follow. You don't follow Oliver Stone. You don't follow um, James Cameron. You don't follow Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't follow Michael Bay. At which point I turned <laughs> to my friend and went, okay, I know that he worked in, he was directed by him uh, in The Rock, but it's Michael Bay. I wouldn't exactly throw him in the same kind of league as the rest of them. No, not at all. all. Billy D. Williams is going to be at the Granite State Con um, that I'll be going to in September, um, and hopefully we'll be doing a live report for, um, I think it's on the 13th of September. I hope, um, fingers crossed, to get one of the promoters from that event. It's put on by a local comic store and has been in existence, the Grand State Con, for a couple of years. And I'm hoping that we, I can get some time with this local promoter to go over what it takes uh, to put on a convention. And not just from the, oh yeah, there's load-ins and load-outs, but the months of planning. I'd like to talk about, you know, what what are you thinking on how do you how do you try and get people um, how did you get all of this talent to come because currently what they've got lined up is um, Lando uh, they've got Billy D Williams Lando Carizzi, um Larry Wilcox from Chips uh, they've got uh, I, I, my, I can't read quite what, <laughs> Rico Ross, well, it's, the problem is, is that I don't have my reading glasses on. Um, and I've got somebody from Aliens, I do see that, uh, too. So it's, it, so it, so since you didn't get to see Billy D. Williams, I'll try and get some pictures. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> just 12th. to very quickly wrap up my take on uh, oh, sure. Film and Comic Con then. Um, so, also interesting to see a number of other um, great guests there. Christopher Judge from um, Stargate was uh, there. Nice. Um, you also had, um, I've mentioned Robert Englund, you had Dave Prowse, who um, still is looking a little bit shaky. Uh, physically, because at the end of the day, he is um, getting on a little bit now. But once he's sat in front of the table, he's very much aware and very much um, eager to talk to the fans. Uh, Jeremy Bullock, Boba Fett, is um, always a, uh, a, a regular at the uh, Showmasters event. All in all, I will say for a small event, because there's in Showmasters terms, there's very much two different levels. You have very much the um, London Film Comic Con, which takes place um, down in the capital, which is where they really do throw out all the stops. Uh, that's where they recently had uh, the Back to the Future cast. They had, um, if you have a look at the their website, the, the the roster was just insane. However, this the smaller con. These people are kind of booked for the other cons around the UK, so Glasgow, Newcastle. Um, all Liverpool, wherever the the new the showmasters are running, they're all over the place, and it's these guys that are kind of booked for the run of the year. If you kind of get that, get the the, the sense. It was worthwhile going, um, certainly for a couple of people. Um, uh, my friend Neil, who went, it was great to take his uh, a couple of Star Wars Marvel books and have his Boba Fett signed by Jeremy Bullock, and have his Darth Vader number one signed by uh, Dave Prowse. So. 
always uh, good to have uh, some nice little signatures. And, I mean, I was uh, lucky to also get to meet a favourite author of mine, Robert Rankin, who was there. And so uh, good to have a chat with him as well. Interesting, however, that um, beyond that, it is a lot of tat. It's very much feeling like a car boot sale in terms of lots of... uh, (laughs) lots of little shops selling their wares and you do kind of feel that the the whole idea is to try and get the money out of you interesting at the back as well to see a, a, the delorean from uh, back to the future or a delorean from back to the future and also um a clock the clock from back to the future three uh which you could have a picture taken green screen with <laughs> worthwhile going and certainly for um uh the kind of the experience of getting around you, i mean you could get around the whole thing in a couple of hours, and indeed I did this morning. So that was my uh, take on Sheffield Film and Comic Con. Very quickly, uh, we are just going to quickly remind, if you haven't, uh, if you've just joined us, and I see we've got uh, a number of uh, viewers now, certainly that we didn't have at the beginning, we are giving away a collector core box. Uh, this is um, the Marvel collector core, powered by Funko. Uh, you can win that on the Hangout uh, today, and we're going to give that away in the next 20 minutes or so. But what you have to do is... A little bit convoluted, but bear with me. We're looking for your dream box. So using the hashtag, my dream box, I want you to describe what you would like to see inside a future Marvel Collector Core box. But then I would also like you to add the two addresses, Collector Core and Original Funko. Uh, so the, uh, the official um, Collector Core Twitter handle and also the Twitter handle for Funko, which is Original Funko. So... My dream box, that's the hashtag. You've got just over 20 minutes to kind of uh, tell us what you would like to see inside your dream box. So my dream box, that's the hashtag. Uh, we've got a couple of comments regarding D23. Uh, Liliana is uh, watching, Liliana Brisiano. The Civil War footage from D23 hasn't leaked. And as much as I want to see it, I'm so glad it hasn't. I wish Comic-Con stuff wouldn't leak. It's such a commitment to get in to see footage. Any thoughts on how Comic-Con can do better? And indeed, uh, Mark has been paying attention to the questions on the Q&A, and he's saying that no cameras are allowed in the main hall. Could that be something that Comic-Con could adopt? It was interesting. I saw uh, something about them handing out bags, and you put you have to put your cell phone in there. And one of the the announcements, I think it was yesterday, said that they would give you plenty of time for the people who are queuing up in the main auditorium, the the main waiting room hall, that they would give you plenty of time to put your uh, to take your laptops and your iPads back to your car. Um, which gives the indication that they they had the system down for putting the phones in the bags and and just moving it it, it through. So it sounded pretty cool to me how how they were doing that. I'm not sure I buy into the whole um, need to do that. I mean, I can see the the studio's rationale for not wanting to have footage leaked. However. And I go back to the Star Wars Celebration panel and the way that was broadcast out, Repop broadcasted out, and it got the whole geek community talking and excited and into it. And a little bit of leaked footage may not be a bad thing. Just saying. 
I mean, it's got to be said when the um, the the uh, uh, not the Deadpool the uh, <laughs> why are um, you dead? Su- Suicide Squad. Uh, when the Suicide Squad oh, really? trailer, uh, dropped <laughs> on the Saturday of Comic Con, it was the thing that everyone was talking about on Twitter. And then there was that leaked footage, which led on to the whole twentieth um, century Fox meltdown. Uh, I'm sorry, Warner Brothers meltdown uh, when it came to their uh, social media. Um, yeah, I I kind of agree with uh, with you, Alyssa. While I absolutely agree that there is that commitment that you have made to get in the room, and there mm-hmm. should be something that you can get. I mean, it's great to see that that, that for example, everyone who got in the room um, is getting this post, this um, Drew Struzan poster. Right. Everyone who went to Comic Con uh, and went to the Star Wars trailer, uh, went to the Star Wars panel, got invited to a concert. And we that, got our lightsabers. Exclusive. But the actual, and got lightsabers, absolutely. But the actual footage, that's, okay, that's fine. Providing something perhaps a little bit more unique, maybe that's mm-hmm. the way to go to make the con mm-hmm. experience the unique experience that it is. I, I will say that one of the things that got me off of Hall H in San Diego was the decided lack of, of uh, freebie tickets. Um, one year I went, I, it was probably 2012, and no tickets in the entire day, Saturday. I didn't even get a t-shirt. And I was like, come on, I gotta get at least one t-shirt out of this, you know? So, that, to my mind, that's, and it could be something as simple as a t-shirt or a wristband or, you know, something, something that's unique. I, I don't mean wristband, but, no. uh, Bracelet yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. Mark Velez, oh, sorry, Mark Velez is actually saying um, that uh, the bag system did actually work pretty well. Um, it's something that mm-hmm. um, did kind of uh, do what was required, which was to try and keep the experience very much contained in the room. It does seem a little bit draconian, but um, I can kind of understand where Disney are going with it. They're going to be doing the bag system also for that Walking Dead panel at New York Con, um, which is going to be interesting to see how they manage it. Uh, there's a lot of people who are thinking doom and gloom with regards to, <laughs> to am I going to get my phone back? Um, and it's a little bit more logistically difficult at uh, Madison Square Garden to put your uh, laptops and uh, iPads in your car versus um, uh, at Anaheim where the parking garage is right across the street. So, yeah. Any other comments? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, checking them out now because uh, we've got some. Um, this is uh, harking back to your comment regarding. Um, New York Super Week and New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, this was um, regarding. Uh, let me just find the question again. Um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I'm just hoping that I haven't. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to. Oh, this was. For, no, no. This is from Vanse Vanse four two nine. Thank you very much indeed for watching, uh, Vanse. Um, this was a question directed at you, Alyssa, but it was actually answered by Michael. Alyssa, do we know the day before at NYCC which panels need a wristband? I missed it last year. Now, um, that has actually been answered by... Um, Mike. Mike, and, Mike and do, I, you want, do you want to take that on? No, well, I mean, read what Mike said, because he, he really does know New York Comic Con a lot better than I do. Um, I ask him questions all the time. <laughs> but well, it seems like it's in the major room. 
sure. Vance saying, um, uh, Michael is saying, uh, Vance, all the sta- main stage panels do need a wristband. Some fill up, some may not. If they don't, they just hand you the wristband before you walk in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, do uh, kind and, of keep uh, that. And if I recall correctly, last year um, I waited for the Daredevil panel, which is the the Netflix Daredevil panel. That was my must-see panel. I also ended up um, being able to get into the uh, the Walking Dead panel, cause they, which was directly after it. So I was able to, to move over. Um, but there were some panels, like I think the Lego panel never filled up, for example, and you could just walk right in. Um, but it's a matter of first thing in the morning, going down to the queue hall, um, down below and getting in the big, the big massive lines. Um, I, thank God New York is, is using the queue halls. Though that, that really works out well and Disney seems to be doing the same thing. There was one comment on the, um, on the forum, uh, that Cracksback said, uh, what was it? Um, I have no idea how to let people into this con- how how they let people into this convention. It's ten fifteen, and the general admission people are still being held outside in the sun. Yeah, this is something that um, has certainly been. I mean, we've been trying to uh, talk very much about the positives of D twenty three, and indeed, if there's any mm-hmm. questions that you want to jump in on, or if there's anything that you've seen uh, in Twitter, perhaps, and you want to ask questions about D twenty three, perhaps you've uh, thought about going. Because don't forget, it's every two years, uh, so it's not next year; it's the year after. Um, if there's anything you want to ask about D twenty three, now's the time because we do have somebody who's uh, watching. Thank you very much for sticking with us, Mark. Um, one thing that um, I spotted, like I s- said earlier, the um, the whole aspect of the camping out overnight, that did kind of, um, I don't think that's happened at um, the Anaheim Convention so much in the, in the past, but certainly with um, the influence of San Diego Comic-Con and indeed with Star Wars Celebration, with those people camping out overnight for that first panel, The Force Awakens, I think a lot of people are getting into when they, I mean, it's like the whole thing of people queuing up at uh, the front of the line of Hall H at Comic-Con this year and not knowing that that isn't what they need to do. Uh, it's kind of like almost assumed that that's the, uh, the convention norm now. Um, now you had at uh, D23, you had uh, very early queues for um, both Friday and Saturday. And this morning they were queuing up from uh, very early. And like I say, underneath that area, it was a bit of a mess. Um, Especially when it came to the chutes that they were using to kind of uh, get people onto the floor. Considering they opened up the doors and two hours later, people were still lining up to get in. Because I think there were only kind of like two scanners per chute. And it was taking forever to get people into the uh, hall. This is what I've heard. Uh, of course, there will be uh, full lineups and full dissections of D23 once it's all done. Um, Mark is actually jumping in on a couple of questions, um, which I've, I'm not entirely sure of what the uh, uh, the questions are, but uh, certainly got the answers. I'm guessing one of the questions was, uh, how much is D23? Um, there are three uh, separate entrances. There's uh, general admission, there's a gold and silver member um, tier, and then there's sorcerer package. 
at $2,500. Ow! Damn, that's painful. Um, wow. <laughs> whoa. Sorry. Um, sorry, I, I, I just nearly ran out of breath there for a second. Okay. <laughs> the Sorcerer Package gets in first, and then Gold and Silver's members get in at 9 a.m., and then General Admission at 10, or after the Gold and Silver gets in. So that's the uh, the tiering of uh, people getting into uh, uh, D23. Okay. Uh, also, we've had a comment regarding Billy D. Williams. He apparently is going to be at the Fan Expo in Toronto, September 4th to the 6th. So if you are wanting to see uh, Lando Calrissian in the flesh, I mean, I can't actually think of anything else he's done other than Scrubs. Is, is it just me? I don't <laughs> I don't remember anything, but I'm not, I'm not the person to ask. We need we need Mark Serby here for this. This is a Mark question. You think? <laughs> he's okay. my he's my go to guy for <laughs> the movie stuff. Oh, I, absolutely! I think I and he remembers my, everything. I think I held my own this um, this morning, considering that yes, the uh, the needle was sticking on uh, Michael Bean's uh, brain. Right. Uh, um, and uh, there was a couple of times where he was kind of stuck with names of directors, films that they had directed, films he'd been in. And um, there was this one smart ass in the audience that did shout out the answers and kind of help out just to kind of move things along. Um, that person may have been me. <laughs> I try like to, like to hold, I, I like to think I can hold my own. Okay. Oh, um, you're brutal. <laughs> you're brutal. Um, <laughs> come on, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna go there. I was, yeah. I, I like, uh, especially. No, no, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Yeah. Just Michael, thinking Michael, back. Michael. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Yeah. yeah. Usual suspects. Yeah, you're thinking of you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we've got other comments coming in. Um, uh, Mark, if you can answer this question, if you haven't done it already, uh, what is the deal with the collectible trading cards? The, did they really cause as much chaos as the Twitter photos show? Okay, um, let's see what else. Um, he's also saying that part of the issue, oh, good grief, is that they scan every badge when you enter the building. So it's not even a case of hold them up, let's mm -hmm. um, kind of, uh, okay, that's an official badge, let's just keep things moving. They scan every single batch, so uh, that uh, appears to be a little bit of an issue. But it's a, but it's a tap in, tap out. It, it should the scanning process should be as simple as holding it up, and you're done. Holding it up to the to the thing, and you're done. It's it's not a it's not complicated. No. <laughs> I think perhaps maybe more than two scanners per shoot, maybe uh, a little bit. Yes, exactly. Um, he's also going to be jumping in with uh, the answer to this but um, uh, Neil Williamson um, is turning, in, turning into the Billy D. Williams um, uh, expert <laughs> um, stating that indeed he's absolutely right, he's, he played Harvey Dent in the 89 Batman movie you're absolutely right, and he also played opposite Sylvester Stallone and Rutger Hauer in Nighthawks, strangely enough that one passed me by uh, what can you do <laughs> Uh, Betsy Woodin, uh, Billy D was a hottie, at, but at ECCC 2014, he came across like a cranky old man. I watched the footage of his panel at Star Wars Celebration as well, and if not cranky, then certainly 
like Michael Bean, slightly distracted uh, mentally. The, 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 the birds were perhaps just kind of taking his attention a little bit. Um, Neil Williams, appreciate that Billy D. Williams will be appearing in uh, Toronto and places in the US, but it doesn't help him, in, uh, Neil, in the UK. You're absolutely right. It was our kind of one chance to get to see him, so yeah. never mind. Um, let's see if we got the answer from Mark regarding the um, uh, the collector cards. I don't think he's got It that. didn't seem as though that there were a lot of uh, collectibles at the con. I mean, somebody said um, the pins. I mean, that's what I heard uh, about, but I, I didn't even really even see them. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't as user-friendly as I'm used to with, like, the New York site and the San Diego site where you've got a, a separate tab ex- just devoted towards the exclusives. Sure. Um, so those are the only ones that, that really stood out to my mind. I couldn't – I don't understand cards. I don't understand the, the motivation behind the cards, so I don't – I don't do I don't do them, and I didn't pay any attention to them. Did you see anything else as a collectible? To be honest, um, so far on what I've been paying attention to on uh, social media, no. Um, it's yeah. uh, if if anyone can kind of jump in with that and do let us know if there's anything that has kind of uh, jumped out at anybody. I mean, other than the Drew Struzan poster, um, mm-hmm. that hasn't been there which is. Kind of- Gorgeous. It is. No, I'm, I'll take one. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've uh, I, we've been hearing. I've been hearing a couple of grumbles actually, saying that it doesn't feel complete. Um, I personally think um, I agree with the suggestion that it is possibly a composite uh, that is going to be made up from the main poster. But um, mm-hmm. I think as a D twenty three exclusive, or as off. To be honest, it's not so much the fact of what he's drawn; it's the fact that he's drawn it. It's the fact that he's back. <laughs> because, quite frankly, if I his main gripe is photoshopped posters uh, using the same uh, color palettes of orange to blue, the same mm-hmm. crap that we see on film posters left, right, and center. And if Drew Struzan's back, I'm a happy bunny. So there we go. <laughs> um, so there. See, so there. Uh, Rick G has turned around and said Billy D also returned to Lando, voicing the smooth smuggler in Star Wars Rebels. I think he's a, got a fan there. Uh, so. um, this is um, Mark uh, talking about the uh, the the uh, cards again. And this is regarding the trading cards. There were trading card stations around, but some cards were special, and they announced the location through the app. So when you got a notice, people would rush to the areas in the announcement. Oh joy! We've had that before. That's always a <laughs> that's always a fun uh, fun thing to do. That question came from Jason Coe. Hello, uh, Jason Commander. Uh, regarding the trading cards, and did it cause as much chaos? Every single time that someone does something like that with a "you need to get to here" when it regards to a collectible, not only at, um, at New York Comic Con, not only at um, D twenty three. But at uh, San Diego Comic Con, every time they do it, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. I mean, it's right up there with, oh, you have to be the first hundred people to our booth to get a, a, a an opportunity to buy this exclusive. Yeah. You know, so how many days are you going to camp out for that one? Well, I mean, this was... I co- said that out loud, yes. No, no, so I'm yes, sorry. You did. You did. <laughs> 
Uh, well, this was this was covered in the talkback at San Diego, and quite frankly, even yeah. Comic Con aren't particularly happy about uh, yeah. uh, organizations and companies doing that. Um, if anyone has any, oh good God, I've just seen uh, the. Let me just put that at the top of the Q and A. You'll you'll see why I'm going to come back to it in a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Uh, if there's any other questions, we've got five minutes. We'll see if we can get any more questions to Mark um, regarding D23. Uh, the Drew Struzan poster is currently going for one hundred dollars plus <gasps> on eBay. <laughs> but of course it is. Of course it is. Oh man. Um, I will. I will not. I, um, I was going to say I'll, I'll not give a hundred dollars, but I will certainly give a lot of love and some cash to anyone who gets me one. <laughs> but no, listen. At the end of the day, you, no, do you know what? I'll, no, I'll you that. said that out loud. I know I did. I know I did. Listen, if someone um, wants to try and land me a Drew Struzan poster, fine. But you know what? Don't go out your way. In fact, keep hold yeah. of the thing. Don't put it on eBay. It's a collectible. It's Drew Struzan. Keep hold of these things. For, why just buy, get something at uh, a convention just to bang it on eBay straight away? I get a bit wound up about that. But okay, enough. Uh, there's something to be, no, there's something to be said about that of, of, you know, keeping, keeping these things that you really love. You got them for a reason. You got, you know, you went to the Star Wars panel at San Diego and you got the lightsaber for a reason. You don't want to, you don't want to sell it for 30 bucks. I mean, that's, that's, that's not even a meal, a decent meal. <laughs> Certainly not in San yeah. Diego. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, next on the Q&A. Okay, this is from uh, Michael Leventhal. I'm guessing this was regarding uh, a comment or question that was made earlier regarding uh, New York New Super York. Week. New York Super Week will be giving away lots of tickets, supposedly thousands soon. Oh. Even the theatre in MSG holds 550. Uh, sorry, 5,500 people, which yeah. after AMC gives away tickets and holds back others, still leaves a few thousand to give away. So exactly. how, 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 how would that work? I mean, where would they give those away? Um, we are, I am, I am holding out hope that some accommodation will be made for VIP people, uh, the people who have VIP tickets at uh, New York Comic Con. I am Fingers crossed, some sort of a lottery pool. I would love it um, if if we could. I, I would. That's the panel that I want to see. That's my must see. Um, well, you know, I, I, I even before I got on the road this morning, I was up at six a.m. and they had a, a rerun of The Walking Dead. So, yes, instead of watching something that I should be watching, like the weather reports or something, or actually packing, I was watching The Walking Dead this morning at six a.m. <laughs> so, <clears throat> there you go. Fair okay, um, what we're going to do is um, say thank you very much indeed to Mark uh, for joining us. Um, even though we did have that um, technical issue and we weren't able to get him back on the Hangout. It's a shame, and I do apologize. Um, hopefully we'll try. Mark's a great guy. If you, in fact, I'm going to, um, if you can, um, I'm going to find him, uh, find out what his uh, Twitter handle is. Uh, do follow the guy, because he's absolutely worth uh, following. And he is, a, he's go to his Google Plus page, because uh, he does spend a lot of time on Google Plus, as you should, because quite frankly, it's great. 
just me. Um, <laughs> uh, there's also, um, let me just uh, pull up uh, his Twitter handle, like I say. He's a great guy to have in your corner, and um, he's certainly uh, somebody to uh, follow. I'm going to find that and uh, uh, get, uh, I'm just trying to find him. Bear with me a second. No, I'm going to have to uh, do that in a second because I'm also do, going to do the draw for the collector core box. Thank you very much indeed to everybody who uh, jumped in on that. Tell you what, you've got yourself exactly 60 seconds and I'm going to then do a draw from the random ones that we've, uh, I'm going to randomly draw and we're, hopefully these um, suggestions will go through to collector core and you never know, we may be seeing these boxes in the future. My dream box, okay? Uh, also make sure that original Funko is attached. Make sure that Collector Core is attached. This is for a Collector Core Marvel Secret War box powered by Funko. You get your choice of T-shirt or T-shirt size and whatever the uh, Funko is going to be inside this week, uh, this month's box, which Secret Wars, we're hoping for a four. Who knows? Um, well, uh -huh. with that... With that um, uh, teaser thing that they had with the Thor hammer landing in front of it, it's got it's got to have something to do with Thor in it. But who? What is your dream box, Leonard? Um, oh, good lord! <laughs> right. I would put you on the spot that way. No, 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 I've been no, no, trying no, to fine. think that's, about that's, mine. That's, that's fine. <laughs> if someone was going to, if they were going to create a um, a box, um, I would personally turn around and say. Um, if they could do a Civil War box, which I mm -hmm. think we're going to get with the film anyway, but if they could do one based on the comics, and if they could do like a twofer, they could do uh, Iron Man versus um, Captain America as a dedicated mm -hmm. Civil War box. There you go, that's that's mine. Mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. Twitter handle for Mark Vellas, by the way, is no Callan SoCal. So N-O-C-A-L-I-N S-O-C-A-L. No Callan SoCal. Follow him. He's a top bloke to have in your corner. Um, <laughs> we've also had somebody turn around and say um, that there's people who've been putting in multiple entries on the uh, the hashtag. Don't worry. That is, uh, don't worry. That's also being covered. So um, that, that's also... Don't. I have got that in hand. Um, because I, I, I never thought of that for the AMC tickets at the walking dead panel never even crossed my mind to do that yes <laughs> yes. That right. yes the sarcasm you know i need the yeah. sarcasm screen yeah. behind me <laughs> okay so hitting random here we go then uh-oh no here we go so it's that and tick, the winner talk, is tick, one. Talk. No, hang on one. Tick, okay it's just talk. One, two, tick, talk. <laughs> congratulations to rick 601 you are our winner of Congratulations. our uh, Congratulations. Um, my dream box is a cosmic box featuring a giant Galactus pop <sighs> with a T featuring oh. every cosmic being in the MU. That's a brilliant suggestion. Excellent. I stuff. love that. Great. Suggestion. I love that. I, I was going to go with Daredevil and then you said Galactus and I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, that's it. <laughs> totally. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through, and there's absolutely fantastic uh, suggestions. Indeed, one or two people are putting in um, the women of Marvel. Uh, I think uh, nice. that definitely uh, ties in with the the desire to have Marvel represent uh, the women of uh, uh, Marvel 
uh, represent more, certainly on the shelves. Uh, if we could have some more uh, Black Widow toys, that'd be fantastic. Um, Betsy Wooding saying, would be nothing but Hulk. Just Hulk. Just it'd be a green box. Just Hulk. And we also had um, Carl Clement saying, long shot. Um, I also quite like this one as well from Demon Slayer. A Death's Head themed box. One of my favourite characters. I love Death's Head so much. So, yeah, that would be a great suggestion. But, no, yeah. congratulations to Rick601. We're going to get in contact with you and get your details, and we will uh, put you in contact with uh, Funko, and we will get you your Secret Wars box. Congratulations. Right, is there any kind of last things, Alyssa? Because I've been talking a lot. Um... <laughs> No, I, I think that we're pretty much set. Um, next week is, uh, we should, I, I will be at home. So I think we're, it's going <laughs> to be pretty much a normal week, um, with, uh, with more people. Uh, hopefully we'll, we won't have any problems with people being at conventions and having to, to log out and, and try and log back in. Yes, hopefully we'll have something a little bit more solid next week. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is? I know that you're away and it's kind of like your vacation time, but have you been kind of keeping an eye on what's happening in the forum? What's the news from Friends of CC? Um, it's been kind of uh, slow. A lot of people have been talking about the D23 um, and, and all of that. Uh, we've been also talking about um, the Fantastic Four movie. Um, one of, yeah... Yeah. Well, it, it, have you seen it yet? I have not seen it, but I haven't even seen Ant Man, and I wanted to see okay. Ant Man too. So right. I'm bad. Regardless, um, one comment that I made, which I'm going to to shamelessly self promote, is uh, I don't know what it is with these studios that think they can walk in to the superhero genre and without having any real experience in it and put together a movie and capitalize on the geek culture that's happening, but it, it feels just slimy to me. That, well, that, that, well, yeah, uh, unfortunately, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, they need writers. You know, you, you need a good writer. I mean, 2001 was great because it was based on the Arthur C. Clarke book. You know, I, Avengers was great because it had had Joss writing it. If you can't, if you can't get a writer that understands science fiction, um, or, or understands or comics, or comics what, what are you doing? If you don't understand it, why are you spending millions of dollars on a piece of doo doo? <laughs> I like the self editing there. Congratulations. Yes, um, you're welcome. I, I, I know I, I edited it. <laughs> I was, I, I wouldn't have, I, I I wasn't thinking of it like that um, in terms of uh, what they I did not see. Are. Right. I did not see the movie, though. Okay. Um, I, we posted a couple of reviews up on An Englishman mm-hmm. in San Diego, um, one being particularly negative and one being kind of middling. Mine was, uh, my personal review is that it's a half-decent film that's ruined by a very bad ending. And the half decent section of it just takes way too long to get, actually get there. Um, mm-hmm. it, the end feels tacked on. The relationships don't quite gel and it just doesn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. I can, it also doesn't help when your own director kind of 
slams your own film the day before release. So uh, enough of fun games. I do agree <laughs> with it in terms of with all films, it all starts with a script. And quite frankly, when you have a company of people that make superhero stories and know the conventions week in, week out, use that resource pool. And quite frankly, I don't think they're using the uh, the writers of, com writers of comics far enough. So there we go. Yep. Okay. Um, what else? I think that's pretty much it, uh, I suppose. Thank you very much indeed for taking part. Like I say, it'll hopefully be a little bit more on the tracks, but um, we've talked D23, we've talked Sheffield Film Comic Con, we're back to uh, talking Comic Con and all sorts of other bits and pieces next week. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, back again with Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego next Sunday. 10 o'clock uh, ten o'clock a.m. Uh, Pacific, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern and 6 GMT uh, next Sunday. Do take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll hope to see you soon. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.